Welcome to Returning Home. I'm your host, Natalie Sapinski. It's a beautiful day in Eretz Israel. I'm speaking to you from my home in Susia, and I actually recorded a show for you because um, uh, last week was just very, very busy. It was the week of Yom HaZikaron Yom HaAtzma'ut, that is Israel Memorial Day, followed by Israeli Independence Day. Both days, um, two nights, two days, and a lot of, it's really smack in the middle of the week, and everybody kind of, you know, focuses on these things, and it's very um, all-consuming is really what it is. It's, it's a very uh, profound, sad day with ceremonies. You have the alarm, the siren, um, lots of um, visits to uh, people go to the cemeteries, and um, like I said, ceremonies. The children come home early. Everybody's wearing a white shirt. The whole community gathers um, for a ceremony at night, and um, this happens all over the country. And then uh, at night, that that evening, uh, that day even, there was this big walk. We had this big walk, and I'm going to talk about it in our show, so you'll hear about it, but that is why I uh, recorded the show, um, because really just everybody everybody's busy um, all over the country, and it's uh, really... So you get such a taste of Israel when you're here during that time. And if any of you are planning trips for next year, if you ever do plan trips, and a lot of people come for the Chagim, for Sukkot, or for Pesach, but I think the best time to come is Yom Atzma'ut. You just get this flavor. You get this, this very unique flavor um, of, like, of, the, of how Israel started. And you feel, so, you see, you feel very connected. Um, religious, non-religious, um, newcomer, long-timer, you know, you really feel connected, and um, it's it's a really special time to be here. So I'm going to play the 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 um, narrations that I recorded, and I hope you enjoy them. And next year we're going to have a live guest. Uh, I think we have a, a pair of guests um, from from Olim Advisors, so that should be great. But listen to this, and I hope you enjoy it. Toda. Hi everybody, welcome to Returning Home. This is your host Natalie Sapinski. And I'm actually uh, recording this from the day of Yom Ma'ut. It's April 25th, and it's just so exciting. And the tone of my recent show was a little bit uh, down, a little bit sad. Um, and uh, we spoke to a woman who's living in New York, in Brooklyn, and she was explaining, if you remember, the, the crime, the terrible crime, and how uh, she's going to leave, and how she urges all Jews to leave America. And um, after she got off the show, I started talking a little bit about, you know, how you really take your problems with you. Don't think you come to Israel and it's, uh, you know, rainbows and, you know, ice cream every day. It's it's not like that. It's a real life that you have your, you have your happy times and you have your sad times and you have your easy times and your difficult times. But um, I want to tell you this. It's Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Actually, no, I'm wrong. It's Yom Ha'zikaron today. Today is the Memorial Day. And I wanted to, uh, I guess, describe to you how it goes here. Um, I did this again last week, but I didn't experience it in, except for a year before. So last night there was a ceremony here in Susia, and I generally don't go. I'll be honest. I don't go to the memorial ceremonies. For, I, I guess I'm busy or I forget or... Um, I feel uh, I'm going to go to the ceremony the next day, which also begins sad. So why do I have to have two nights of sadness? Maybe I always made the excuse that it's in Hebrew and I won't be able to follow. But I went. I went with my daughter. She's home. 
my son went with his friends. And it's very interesting. A few things are interesting. One, my daughter is um, 15. She, you know, left school. We were finding a new school for her. So she's been home for a few months and um, kind of on her own, doing her own schedule, not doing much, to be honest, you know, working out, you know, playing with the dog, making her bed, not learning. So it hasn't been great, but she's okay. She got into another school for the, for the next year. And we have a math tutor starting with her. So she's keeping herself busy. Um, and she doesn't seem sad or anything, but I went with her and, and it was very interesting. She asked me if I was going, mom, are you going to the tekes? You'll need to know this word when you live in Israel. Tekes is a ceremony. And there are lots of ceremonies here. Um, lots of uh, things in school and otherwise, you know, in the city, uh, whatever you're with an organization. Um, if, you know, every time we do a donation, a big donation, there's a tekes. So it's a ceremony. It could be big. It could be small. So, mom, are you going to the Tekis? And um, she was like, you know, getting ready to go by herself, 15 years old. Her friends aren't here. They're away, wherever. And I went with her. I ended up going with her. And what it was, was um, the Yishuv, the bulk of the Yishuv. But maybe it was 500 people, maybe 400. Okay, so it's not the bulk of the Yishuv. Honestly, it wasn't even half. But it was outside. And it was outside the Baconesset, outside the synagogue. And there were some chairs set up, but what it had was set up was um, they had a flagpole set up. There's no flagpole. Okay, they had one set up. They had someone playing the trumpet, okay, like just a few notes as the flag went to half-mast. They had a huge memorial um, candelabra, I guess you would say. So each person they would call up lit a candle and stated in whose memory they were lighting the candle. Now, this was the most moving part. There were some speeches at the beginning also, which I didn't really pay attention to. The rabbi spoke a long time. I didn't pay attention. And I think most people didn't pay attention. Um, it's outside. It's cold. There are some little kids running around. And it's um, there, and there's also the siren. So the siren went off, I think, at 8 o'clock. So they arranged these things. And this goes on countrywide. They arranged the tekasim, the, the ceremonies, around the siren. There was a siren last night at 8 o'clock, and there was a siren this morning at 11, which means, you know, I was, I happened to be in the house um, eating breakfast, and I, you hear the siren, you stand up. The children and everybody in the world working out in the cities, they stop what they're doing also, but the children are in a tekis. So they arrange these ceremonies around this big, long siren. Um, and the kids today all wore white shirts and it's a big, um, day that is in the Israeli live lives is every Israeli's lives because they were raised this way, because this went on the same way, wherever you're from, you do something from your childhood over and over and over, um, holidays. Okay. So this is an Israeli, very big day, very big. It's not a holiday because it's not religious. And it's not happy, but it's something that's very profound and very marked and very known. And it, it, just by the fact that my daughter is home asking me if I'm going to this tech Now, she doesn't have to go. And, you know, there weren't really kids her age there that I noticed. But she, she, it's something you need to do. And it's something she did always in school, I, I suppose. And I know she did the morning one in school because she was in school. So it's just very interesting. Their, their whole lives... The whole culture here is is very strong around these um, these celebrations or these these memorials and these marked times, 
And uh, I say celebration, I don't mean celebration. I mean these these commemorative events. And the Memorial Day here is just so profound. So I want to tell you, the people who lit candles, I knew them all. I knew them all. And some of them I, I'm friends with. I know exactly who they were talking about. I went to the funerals of some of these people who have died. Um, I remember them. Uh, so it, it's very uh, heavy. And, you know, I had tears in my eyes. And I um, not only did I know those people, and that was sad, but then they showed a, a film outside. So it's all set up. Like, I got to tell you, it's all set up. They have the, the um, how do you say, the sound and video and all the sound and, you know, it, it's all, everything worked. And um, it was outside. This is not like there's a regular company doing this. This is all the shuv. These are all people who do this, volunteers. Um, and, you know, two weeks ago, a... Uh, a list, a Google Doc, I think, actually went out to the entire yeshuv saying who is going to volunteer for this day, for these programs. And they had them, the Memorial Day at night, the the daytime when it changes over, the actual tekes, the picnic, the food, the entertainment, who's going to rehearse the dances with the children. All this type of thing was set out two weeks ago and people took you know, wrote in their names and they took over, they took those responsibilities upon themselves. All volunteers, all people from the community, different people, young, old, um, even some children last night read, um, lit a candle and, and read something that they had prepared, their parents had prepared for them. It's so beautiful and, um, it's so meaningful. And even if you're an Ola like me, and it's true, I have been here a long time. Some people may not think so, but 17 years, I think. And, yeah, we've been in this one place for 15 of those years. So I know these people and I do feel connected. And that's going to happen to you when you come. And it doesn't even matter if you're here a short time. You're going to feel connected because when things happen here, you're here and you're one of the people here. And that's why it's so important. And some of our guests have, have said it's so important to learn Hebrew. And I know I kind of go back and forth on that because so many of our guests don't. And they seem to think they never will. And that's something they... um I guess it holds them back and they don't want it to hold them back. So they're like, I just speak English and I get along. It is true. Okay. You can get along in English, but are you going to feel like part of the community, like part of the people of Israel? If you're missing, you know, 80% of what's going on. I mean, all the public tekasim, all the public ceremonies, all the news is in Hebrew. You've got to start. You've got to start now. Now, there's an excellent program I listen to in the car. It's called Streetwise Hebrew. It is a podcast. It is excellent. It's in little 10-minute segments. It's easy. It's fun. They play songs. They play songs from the radio. They play songs from the past. They play clips from YouTube. You can hear different talking. You can hear different little pieces of conversation. And he goes over it, this guy, one little bit at a time, one little phrase, They'll have a whole 10-minute segment on the term yala. They'll have a whole 10-minute segment on manishma, greetings, um, and cursing, and anger words. Um, it's great. Streetwise Hebrew. I, I recommend it highly. Um, and any other uh, courses you can take, anything that works for you, you should do. You should start to do so that the language sounds familiar. It's not about being fluent, okay? 
Maybe you will become fluent. Maybe you won't become fluent. It doesn't matter. You need it to sound familiar. So when someone's speaking to you, you don't have this dazed look and you don't feel hopeless and helpless and that they don't see you as a helpless and helpless. You need to have a grasp. It, it will help you. It will make you more confident. You may enjoy it. Um, I, I urge it. I urge it really, you know, you're going to be changing your life. I know there are other changes you're going to be making that are going to be hard. This is not um, something that should be optional. This is something that should be required and in, in, in a good way, in a good way. Like, you know, marriage is a good thing, you know, so, so get married, try, you know, do. <laughs> learning a language is a great thing. It's like learning an instrument. It's like, an, it's, you know, music is another language. Hebrew is another language. You can do it. You just got to hear these phrases over and over, see how they're used, hear, hear how they're used, and you'll start using them too. At least you'll know what they mean. You're going to know if someone's yelling out of anger or yelling out of happiness. I mean, there are people who still don't get that. They think, whoa, they're yelling. They must be angry. No, they're happy. They're, they're, they're happy. You should hear my kids at the Shabbat table, the way they insult each other. It's hilarious. Okay. My husband doesn't agree. He thinks it's, he thinks it's inappropriate. He can't really tell what they're saying. Um, it's very, very important. And, uh, I, I can't stress it enough. So just take it at your own pace, but definitely take it at some pace. Don't ignore it. Don't, don't close your eyes. Don't push it away. You know, welcome it in slowly if you need to. I, again, Streetwise Hebrew is a great podcast. Um, it might be at a kind of a high level for some of you. I don't know. I don't think so. But he speaks English and uh, explains these little phrases. And there are other things there as well. But I wanted to go back to the Memorial Day and the and the getting ready for Yom Hatzmaut, Independence Day here, and how this Memorial Day, and no matter where you are and how long you've been here, these things um, are very beautiful to me to see. And it may take you time to feel part of Israel, but these are for everyone. These are for all Jews. These memorials are for all Jews because the Jews are the ones getting killed here um, day in, day out. And um, even yesterday there was an attack in Jerusalem of car ramming attack. Uh, I think eight people were injured and they killed the terrorist. But man, you know, it's it's like the eve of Memorial Day. Can't you give us a break? But no, they can't give us a break. They're not going to give us a break. And there was one other point I wanted to make um, about all this. Uh, they're here building on the hills. And I, I want to tell you a little bit about that also, because um, we, we would, you know, love anyone who's interested in helping can do that. They started a campaign. They asked me to help. It's an English campaign um, to build up. And I walked there today, this morning with the dogs and my husband to see this house that they put up. I went in and I met the builders and I saw it for myself and it's great. It's strategic. You know, it's right next to the, the pillbox where the soldiers used to guard. There's empty now. They don't guard there anymore. Um, and that's what happens when a community gets big. When a community starts to grow, the army pulls back and the community is, is supposed to be responsible for its own security. And that's what's happened here. So we used to have 16 soldiers here every week. They changed on the Thursday and they were strategically, strategically placed all around perimeter. Now I think we're down to um, six. Okay. And we have a security uh, rotation here. People here rotate in the security vehicle and patrol every four hours, but it's not the same as 16 eyes. And um, so what we're, we're doing is we're building houses on these hills so people can live there. And we're telling the Arabs stay back. We're here. This is ours because if we don't do it, they will. 
And um, I went to see one of these houses that was put up. And um, like I said, met the workers, wanted to see what it looked like inside. And um, I will do what I can to help and bring in money to help develop that. And hopefully uh, we'll get a family in there. It looks like people are already sleeping there, but um, let's let's uh, you know hope that, that we get some help there. And if any of you are interested, please contact me at natalie at israelnewstalkradio.com. This is one of my side loves building up the land of Israel. It's, it's my main, I mean, I, I'm very passionate about it. And if you have met me here, I, you know, I just say, come down to Susia, just come down to Harkavron. I walk you around because, you know, a lot of people come here, they go to the cities, they go to the museums. Oh, that's all very nice. Um, and great and important, but wow, come out here where we, where people don't come, come out here where we need people walking the perimeter, walking the security perimeter. So the Arab sea, we're out here, we're living here. We're not afraid. And the more people that do that, the better. But what I wanted to say, um, connected to, to Moral Day and connected to Yom Hatzma'u, we'll be celebrating 75 years tonight. It's very exciting. Um, I just actually took some pictures of the big lawn, the big grass here. Um, they have the flags out. They're setting up chairs. The stage is set up. They've been rehearsing with the children, their dances. Um, and, uh, you know, they have like dessert and everybody brings their dinner. And I'm actually, I just made, I bought, I just bought yeast because I'm going to be making pizza. Very exciting. Um, and I wanted to tell you that I've been, uh, even in Israel and no matter where you are in life, physically and emotionally, and you, you know, I think I said, you take your problems with you. There are times, you know, when you're higher and happier than, and times when you're not. And here in Israel, all these events that occur and all these sad days and happy days and in times of renewal, they, they really pull you up. And even when you're in a dark place and you're having trouble with whatever, family, professionally, um, you're not going to stay there. And I don't know if it's like that in other places, but here in Israel, you're not going to stay down. The atmosphere here, it pulls you up. And that's something to really appreciate. I appreciate that. And I think everyone listening can identify times in your life when you really needed someone to pull you up. And you you search, you search, and maybe you don't find and it doesn't have to be a person. Now here in Israel, it doesn't it's not it doesn't need to be a person. It's something in the air. It's a it's a holy air. It's it's holiness here, but it's also this Israeli spirit, this spirit of renewal. There's just so much energy and youth, and so many beautiful things that happen in that in the happy times and also in the sad times. You see these families grow. I was just at the store getting yeast. I think I told you right. And one girl was there, and I reckon I'm looking at her, I'm thinking, I know her, I know her, and I realize her mother used to live here. Her mother died in a car accident, and she was in charge of the secondhand store, which I now am running. I was friends with the mother. So I'm looking at this girl, and I'm like, and, and the lady next to me was saying something, and I said to her, Do you know who this girl is? That's Erit's daughter. She goes, Of course I know her. And the lady, the girl said to me, You're Natalie, right? And, um, and it was very, you know, I only saw this girl at like at the funeral and, um, it's very exciting that she's here with her children. She doesn't live here. She's, you know, grown in her twenties and it's just such a small world. It's just such a small world. And I love that. 
And then the lady said, oh, you have to go see the store. You've got to see what's what's going on there. I said, if you want, I'll open a few right now. And it was very, um, you know, quick. That was nice. But as I'm leaving, as I'm leaving, I see another girl who grew up here. She must be 25 today, 23. And her hair is all covered up with a scarf the way I wear my hair. I realize she's married. Now, I didn't know she got married. You know, I know her as a teenager. And I know the whole family. And uh, wow, she's married. I didn't even realize it. You know, I didn't even realize it. So I said to her, wow. Uh, or, you know, I, I didn't even know what to say. I was so excited. Now, maybe it's just me, okay? Because I, I didn't grow up in a small, tight community, so small and tight, where you know everybody and you know their, all their children and you see them grow up and then you see them at the store all of a sudden married. So I didn't grow up in a religious community like that. So it's very exciting for me to see that. Um, and, you know, in Israel, there are lots of communities like this. There are lots of small communities and religious, not religious doesn't matter because Israel is really small. So Israel is a small community. You know, you're going to run into people, you know, everywhere you go. And it's, um, it's a very small and it's a very warm and I think a, a wonderful place to live, a wonderful place to raise your family. The values here are just amazing. Um, my daughter's going to be taking a, um, a class to be a swim teacher. She's already a swim teacher. I taught her how to teach swimming, but she's going to do it to get the a, a recognized certificate, a license. And um, my husband was asking me why I wanted her to do it. It's very expensive. Okay. So I'm like a little worried about that. But I said to him, she knows how to teach already. It's not the teaching I want her to do. I want her to be with good people. She's going to be living in a dorm and it's an option also, but we're far away. So it makes sense for her to live there. It's three weeks. And those girls that she's going to be living with are going to be sporty girls. They're going to be from good families. They're going to be serious. And I said to him, it really, you know, I want her to be around good people, good values. That's important. I want her to be friends with these girls. She might, she might, you know, marry their brothers. This is, this is how Israel is. There are so many good people that you can connect to here. If you're single, especially, and I was going to bring, um, Aliza on and maybe I'll do that. If you're single, uh, and there are people, I think, who actually come to Israel when they're single, um, specifically, intentionally, because they know they're going to meet their partner here. And um, it's just, there's a lot of great energy here. And it's a very special, holy place. And um, if, uh, if any of you are going to be in Las Vegas, I am going to be there from May 10th until May 14th. And I'd be very happy to see you and meet you in person. So reach out to me regarding that. And I will also be in the Philadelphia area, May 15th until the 17th and New York. So you can also uh, hit me up there if you want to meet a cup of coffee, say hello, tell me how much you love the show, whatever you want to do is fine. That's great. I welcome it. Natalie at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And again, if you want to help the areas here in Susia building up the hills around the main Yishuv, um, let me know. And I, uh, maybe I'll put the link here in my summary, but th please let me know if you want to be involved on any level. Okay. Would be great. And of course, if you're coming to Israel and you want to come down and see how we live down here in the southern Hebron Hills, be in touch. Um, this is an open invitation for any time because uh, I know people come here at all times of the year. So I want to wish everyone a wonderful week. And um, again, Natalie at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com is where you can find me.
So, um, shalom, shalom, להתראות. adding something just so you get a flavor, a little flavor of how Yom Ha'atzmaut was. I actually recorded about 45 seconds of the music. Very exciting. And they were actually playing the Golani song. Now this is pretty funny too. I learned this recently. Some of the army um, divisions have their own song, okay? They're like little clubs. And as my um, one son, my 20-year-old son, always tells me, Mom, the army is run by kids. It is a big kitana. A kitana, by the way, is like a day camp. So he says the army is very much like that. It's all run by 20-year-olds. And um, they even have their own songs. They even have their own T-shirts, these different divisions. Um, it's... Uh, It's to keep their spirits up, you know, to make them feel like, you know, what they're part of something. They're part of their group. It's, it's good. So as I walked into the grass and I went to get my spot with my picnic blanket, I heard the Golani song. And my son always tells me this, they have the best song. Okay. And now we're done. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, it's really special here. And I tried to capture it for you. Have a great week. Thank you.